Good afternoon. This is H.T. Webster, and this is episode 20 of my podcast, Shared Consequences. I'd like to thank all listeners, all old, new, same. Um, today I want to talk about some current events, and we'll relate those back uh, to um, try to tie that into other victims' stories, not just my own, but, but others. Um, I will give the crisis line and the suicide hotline number away um, at the end of the episode. However, I wanted to talk about Governor Andrew Cuomo. So here it is, March 4th, 2021. This is going to be a little bit difficult for me because Governor Cuomo, he is the one that finally signed the bill that was championed by Gary Greenberg called the Child Victims Act into law um, in 2019, giving us all, pardon my dogs, (laughs) giving us all as victims of these crimes an opportunity to be heard, which is also something that um, I think I mentioned in one of my prior episodes that um, I took from a book that I read was that one a reporter had asked a woman, you know, what what do the sexual abuse victims of Larry Nassar, uh, what do they need to hear? She asked a doctor this, you know, what do they need to hear to heal? And that doctor replied, they don't need to hear anything. They need to be heard. And Governor Cuomo helped make that happen on a very large scale level in the government by putting this window of opportunity in place for sex abuse victims throughout the state. So I've had some trouble personally with the allegations that um, have been brought against him. And I've had trouble in in the sense that if they are accurate um, and as a victim when you read about such things, you can you can tell. I, I like to think we have pretty good radar for that stuff, so you can tell when things are valid and when maybe uh, there's a hidden agenda. But um, I think some of these are probably pretty valid, and I've had a great deal of sadness and disappointment in regards to this because he has, <clears throat> you know, given us this gift. And yet his behavior is counterintuitive to um, what he has told the country that he stands for when he brought this bill into place. Again, it was championed by Gary Greenberg, who was a victim of sex abuse um, from the Boy Scout troops um, many, many, many years ago. And he had fought and fought, Mr. Greenberg had fought and fought and fought for years to get this bill passed for victims and Governor Cuomo helped make that happen. So it's a little hard for me, you know. Um, I also want to take a pause for a minute and say that even though I'm a victim of sexual abuse, childhood sexual abuse, I don't expect men to not be men and I certainly don't expect women to not be women. I mean, I Sometimes I think that we take these things too far in the sense that you can't even behave 
as the sex that you are, not making that an excuse, but you know, a man putting his arm around a woman, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, depending on the, the environment, etc., uh, the situation, I, I'm just trying to say that I don't think that's always wrong, okay? But what I'm going to talk about today is I'm going to talk about these three women. Lindsay Boylan, okay? Um, she was the first one to come out. Charlotte Bennett was the second one to come out. And then there's a third woman that says, um, alleges that uh, he was inappropriate with her at a wedding. And her name is Anna Roosh. Roosh, I think, is how you uh, say it. But I want to talk about uh, alleged victim number two. <clears throat> alleged victim number two, Charlotte Bennett, is also a sexual abuse survivor. I believe she was raped at some point. And the reason I want to talk about this is because when she was in the office with Cuomo on several different occasions, he drilled down to her. He wanted to know, you know, she felt more comfortable sharing that experience with her. He was asking her detailed questions. She was giving him detailed answers based on what had happened to her prior and he was sympathetic with her um and she said that she said she felt like he was more of a father figure than anything and she didn't really feel at that time um uncomfortable sharing that information with him <clears throat> but the fact the thing that stuck out to me about her allegations is that he continued to ask her about that time in her life. And he also led that into another question saying, you know, uh, and I'm uh, paraphrasing here, did that somehow um, change your opinion or your view of a possible relationship with older men? Okay, I'm gonna stop there with that. If you all remember, that was part of what happened between David Curtis and myself was I had shared with him uh, a, a crime that took place, again, uh, isolated, albeit isolated crime, but it was a crime that took place between my uncle um, and myself over a weekend and that I had told nobody but him. Now, obviously this woman had told other people besides the governor. However, my point to this story is Governor Cuomo's responses to this woman's crime that took place against her and his interest in that crime is more It just feels like it's more on the side of grooming than it is concern. And again, this is just my opinion on all of this. And this is, I'm only um, speaking of the things that I read, you know, in the papers. I can't, obviously, I don't know, you know, the inside scoop or the details, but from, from the articles that I have read, this just feels more like grooming. Like he's trying to once again, place her in a, a position of vulnerability so that he can exert some sort of power over her. Now, it doesn't mean that he has to physically assault her or physically abuse her sexually. It's the grooming part that is just the beginning of a crime. Um, 
And it seems to me by reading the other two women's articles that, uh, especially Lindsay Boylan's initial article, that this is, he's, he might not be a sexual abuser at this point, but he seems to me to be a groomer. And um, that's very disheartening. I, I feel, I have so many mixed feelings about that, like I said, because of what, you know, he did for Child Victims Act, <clears throat> signing that bill into law for all of us. It's just, ugh, you know, it's just, it saddens me. Um, I don't know what's going to come of all this stuff, but uh, it, it's, it's just disheartening. So not only to compare that to my uh, sexual abuse situation with the principal, David Curtis, but the grooming part of this um, seems to take place very casually, but very calculated. So groomers are people that are pedophiles, child pedophiles, especially will take Cuomo out of that because I certainly don't believe that is the case at this time. Um, but let's just refer to pedophiles as a whole, you know, that, and I know I've said this a few times before, they're always looking for an opportunity. They're always taking the opportunity to groom, 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 groom. And I read an article about the monks at St. Joseph's, I think it was, um, back in the 90s, a, a gentleman named uh, Patrick McCormick came out and uh, alleging abuse. And as he dug further and further into it, you know, he found out that there were multiple, multiple victims. And what I learned in that story was that the grooming is always taking place. So say, you know, um, they're trying to solicit voters for something. So they're that's not a good example. Let me back up. The grooming, let's, it's, it's about, I think it's 60%. So for every 10 kids that a pedophile grooms, six of them, he's going to get, he might not get all of them. So, uh, so, you know, make that very clear too, that, that they don't always get uh, what they're looking for. Some children have a better uh, fortitude, a better instinct, a better, um, family unit and upbringing to understand initially what's right and what's wrong. And so they can't get through to every, you know, I guess I, my dear Lord, I apologize. I'm kind of mumbling now. What I'm trying to say is they're not always successful with the victims that they choose. Okay. But obviously some of them, they are. So it's a, I believe it's 60% is how that works. So know i don't know maybe cuomo likes younger women and um but this is certainly not the way to go about it in the middle number one of a pandemic jesus christ dude seriously like things aren't bad enough but this is you know how you're spending your time in the office um allegedly it's just uh it just saddens me that that the grooming takes place but again all the books that I've read on this, like Silent No More by Aaron Fisher and Undoing Jane Doe by Kristen Lewis Cunan um, and uh, Jer Jeffrey Epstein 
and uh, all the information about Larry Nasser and all of the, the children that he abused. The groom, so the abuse part, as tragic as that is, the, the, the most time is always spent on grooming because that's really how, even though you're going to get whatever product it is that you're after, for lack of a better term, you have to continue the grooming all the time to make sure that these events will still come their way for pedophiles. So they work very hard at the grooming, um, the abuse, the sexual abuse and the gratification that they get from that is um, minimal compared to the efforts that they have to put in. Jesus Christ, it took me a while to spit that out, didn't it? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, again, I don't, uh, you know, I don't do these scripted. Uh, they just kind of come to me. So, grooming is a practice. And, dear God, you know, I'm not, uh, I don't know if Mr. Cuomo's going to survive this, but uh, it's just uh, disheartening to think that the man that, that signed our bill into law is is now brought up on charges of, of sexual harassment it's just but you know it's everywhere it's rampant it's everywhere it's everywhere just like that guy i started to tell you about pat mccormick at st joe's <clears throat> i mean he found hundreds of people and he even said in the article that when people ask him i mean he found hundreds of prior victims or victims after him and prior and he said when people ask him, he basically lies and says like 100, 200 because he's so afraid, he said that people aren't going to believe him. Like they're not gonna believe him, that, that that's how many people have come forward, you know, because it's just astronomical. Um, another thing I wanted to point out, uh, just some potpourri here about that situation was he now counsels people from St. Joe's who have been abused and un unbelievably, um, you know, they also have the Child Victims Act in place and he says, you know, you can contact a lawyer or whatever and a lot of these victims will say, no, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that. I just need to talk about what happened to me. And because most victims are so filled with shame that they don't want to tell anybody because, and they haven't told anybody, um, because they don't want their parents or their family to suffer. So they're always willing to martyr themselves so that they don't cause their family any suffering. So <clears throat> he was telling the story about how this gentleman was telling him about the abuse that took place. And this guy had two other brothers that graduated one before him and one after him. And this, and of course the counselor couldn't say anything, but he had already counseled the other two brothers and this brother had said, I can't, I just want to tell you because I don't want to tell anybody in my family because I don't want my brothers and my family to know what happened to me. And of course this guy had no idea that his other brothers had already called and had the exact same conversation with this man and told them the same thing that they didn't want their brothers or the rest of their family to find out. <clears throat> so that's the shame that it brings with it. Um, so, you know, these women that have come, come forward with Cuomo, um, 
God bless him. You know, I hope, um, I appreciate the fact that Lindsay Boylan said that he, she doesn't want him, uh, Oh my God, I just lost my thought. She doesn't want him uh, to be in any kind of trouble. That is not the word that she used, but she doesn't want him attacked or whatever. She just, you know, by law or otherwise, she just wants the behavior to stop. Now, that also adds more credibility to her story because, you know, she's just not looking for a dollar amount or anything. And, uh, those are, those are some of the ways that uh, victims, we can tell each other apart from the others. So, <clears throat> anyways, I guess that's enough for today. And I'm sorry that was so babbled, but I just wanted to talk about, uh, you know, current, a little bit of current events and how the world keeps on turning here with sexual abuse. It's just... It's rampant. Okay, Crime Victims Hotline is 607-722-4256. If you're unable to safely or freely speak, you can text at 607-725-8196. And the Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. I want to thank you all for listening. Um, we're almost to the end of the week. I hope everybody's had a good week thus far. And um, just remember, we never really know, you know. And again, these are all these claims against Cuomo, Cuomo are alleged, but um, they certainly seem to have some merit from what I've read and what I've experienced myself. So um, let's hope he's held accountable one way or another. And at least he did one good thing for us all, you know, not to say that that's the only good thing he did. I'm just saying as far as childhood sexual abuse goes, um, I will be forever indebted to him for that. So be well and we'll talk soon. <laughs>